Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. This is also white America's reckoning with which version of whiteness is it going to choose? Is it going to choose to be in the legacy of the Confederacy? Get yourself vaccinated and you can continue to enjoy interactions with your family and others. Let me back up. I beg to differ that CRT is not taught. I didn't say that. I just said it's not in the curriculum, just to be clear. No, 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 no. It is part of the curriculum. It's weaved in and out of the curriculum. Beto O'Rourke, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Happy 15th birthday to your son, Ulysses. (laughs) Oh, what a DB. Ulysses. My goodness. All right. Listen, um, so for us right now, it is Sunday night or Sunday. Yes, Sunday at five o'clock for me right now. Uh, Alice is at work at the St. Pauli girl job. That's right. She's got. She's now got two jobs. She is officially the breadwinner of the house, and the uh, and I am now just arm candy. Speaking of arm candy, I know that you guys liked and uh, appreciated some of the pictures of Alice. I will find more. I have more pictures to throw up there there as well. When we were first dating, she was very. Well, I'm not. I mean, I'm, I'm, this is tastefully, but I figured you guys like the pictures. Um. When we first uh, started dating, she was very, um, how do you say it? She was 23. So, and she was, her style was, she was trying to impress me, believe it or not. That's the direction. We were both trying to impress each other. I mean, I was like, why is a 23-year-old, hot, brilliant young lady, like, interested in me? Am I being punked here? And she, you know, listened to me on the radio, even though I was a producer. So I would I'd chime in here and there. And she wanted to impress me. She already knew everything about that. Was that's the thing? That's why guys get a radio show or go or a podcast or whatever it is. Because if you have no social skills and no game, then if the person, if the young lady is out there, or the young guy is out there, and he's listened to you enough 
then he might already or she might already just fall for that person. So my wife already had a big crush on Tom Shattuck's personality. So that's a huge advantage. So I didn't have the opportunities, the, the, the opportunities that my friends know who are listening right now, that for 30 years I have uh, excelled in blowing up my chances at any kind of romance or whatever. Um, or, you know, I guess it hasn't been 30 years. It's been 20 years. So I've been married 10 years. Um, but I had I, zero game. When I was a twenty-year-old and thirty-year-old, maybe around the Alice time, I started to have it a little bit. I didn't. I, no, I had no real game. I I don't have it. They, I had no confidence. No, that you know, you know, and to, to talk to women, of course. But once you once you have a job, and and you know, it was. But so so um, so yes. So the work was done for me. A lot of it. Um, but I still ended up just telling her all sorts of lies about myself anyway, about how I was a big camping guy and this and that. I just threw everything out there. I was like, there's no way. I remember she reached out to me actually on Facebook and she said, uh, I remember, I'll probably read the messages, but she reached out to fa- me on Facebook and I accepted her friend request and she, she wrote this long thing saying, thank you so much for accepting my friend request. I think that's so great. And she said, I really love your show and this and that. I think you're right on this issue and that issue. And I'm like, Really? And of course I'm a creep, so I went and checked out our, our pictures and I'm like, wow, this is this is weird. This could be uh, advantageous. And of course she was only 23 and I was 37 or 36 whatever. So I was much older, so I'm so at that point and she was very um uh she was very blonde and I don't want to how do you say it? So I don't want to say it. She was really um very attractive and and she is now, and and cute, and she wear cute outfits. Like we went out one time to a bar to get a bite to eat. She essentially had the "Oops, I did it again" leather Britney red thing on. I was like, I am. People are gonna assume that I have, uh, uh, that you're a mail order person here. And it was like she was like the, it, she was just a, a knockout, and she was whatever. She was just kind of a smoke show, and so sometimes I'd be like, half the people think I'm a father anyway, then or, or whatever, and I'm like, man, this is we can tone it down if you'd like to. Uh, but but she was uh, no, it was, we look back on that. She, actually, she's got a pair of her red shoes that she wore on, on that particular night that I won't let her throw out because I think they're, they're so over the top. Alice has got a little bit of the Eastern European fashion thing, a little bit of the Melania thing too, where. Not afraid to go a little bit uh, icy over the top, a little bit. Um. So, but so anyway, that's the, 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 the that's where that's where all that stuff happened. But when I first met her, I didn't think, of course, that I didn't think we'd have anything serious at all because she was twenty three. So like, and I remember telling my friends, maybe some of you guys at the time, like, it's this is excellent. I'm having a very great time with this person. Um, but she's twenty three. It doesn't make any sense. But very quickly, we just had so much fun. And it was all we talk politics and history, and we travel all, to all sorts of places to <clears throat> to uh, to um, to learn things about history and in all sorts of historic sites, and we just had so much never-ending fun. And I'm like, wait, what am I doing? I this is all win for me. She's the one making the bad decision. So so we just never stopped having fun. We've only still continue to do that. And yes, yeah, so and so I have uh, pictures. Showing her in her uh, in her younger, more adventurous days. If I can find her in that uh, that 
a red leather outfit, whatever that thing was. Oh, on Earth. That even though she doesn't, I don't think some of the stuff she doesn't want me to put up there. Um, I, I understand it is a little odd, probably for me to do it anyway. But you know, who cares? Life's short. And if she's, I think she's into it, especially the ones. There was a second picture that's on the locals that is. I'll, you know what? I'll show you because some of you guys didn't, don't, don't, um, don't um, subscribe to locals, and I don't want to th- make you feel like you're getting shafted. But this picture is actually, this is actually uh, at uh, um, Charlie Baker's inauguration, um, and she, this one she likes. She, I do have permission. Can you see that? You see that? There you go. That's up on our Locals page. And she looks just adorable in her little black dress. <clears throat> and that was, um, that was a few years ago. Okay. So let me tell you, the news cycle. Oh, okay. Where is Alice? All right. Alice is, at, like I said, at the St. Pauli Girl job. She will be joining us halfway through. This gonna, there's going to be a switch if you're watching on video, and and you'll see Alice will be back. We've actually canned our stuff. She and I really talked about the Rittenhouse uh, verdict, so I'm going to stay away from that right now. Um, and that'll just be in a few minutes. You'll hear us talk about that. I mean, she's got a lot to say on that. And then for and then for um, Patreon subscribers. The second half, stick with us, and we'll hit some other stuff as well. So, anyway, I've gone, I've done my homework this Sunday and gone through all the Sunday shows, and um, it's really, it's reacts for about the Rittenhouse thing, which is of course just ridiculous, and and this idea that we're this is somehow a continuation of a talk about race. That's it's BS. I'm so I'm so done with race hustlers and race hustling and all that crap. I'm done. Uh, it, other than that, it was a lot of discussion about the um, the infrastructure stuff, um, and um, you know I don't think it's going to pass the Senate. I think this thing's going to go. It's going to get shot down. And it should. It's 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 nonsense. And the other thing was uh, more bad polling for Joe Biden and and on COVID, he's underwater now, and um, and more um, more Kamala stuff. It is very interesting. This entire infrastructure package, the hard infrastructure one that passed a couple weeks ago, we're like Kamala's not on any of it. She's not featured out there at all. Like any of this good stuff, they haven't put her out there to be the person, the point person, to at least get the credit, show the face of the administration out there. She can travel, she's telegenic. You know, she can smile, she can give, you know, short canned speeches, but she's not out there spiking the football on this. And you've got to think that that is remarkable. That is remarkable. That, that either means that she's not interested and she's just had it or she's such box office poison that they want her far away from any of these accomplishments. They don't want her written into the sewn into the copy of this uh, stuff. So that is that's 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 that is very interesting um i mean maybe when they get to if they get to the voting rights voting rights stuff or if they get to defunding police maybe she could although that's a terrible issue for them but they're all they're all still gung-ho about it maybe she does something there but but it is remarkable that a, a vice president to be so hidden like really but that's what they're doing um i'm i mean this part of me obviously i'm enjoying the the 
I'm happy that this president has fallen on his face. I mean, just the, the cheap uh, satisfaction of it. Because, um, because there's a, an infantile part of me that says, hey, geniuses who are having this meltdown for four years because of Trump, you got rid of the tweeting guy and now see what you have. But uh, I am. I, I think the country, this country, is was a better country ten years ago than it is now, unfortunately. And we'll see. We'll see if that changes. We'll see what can be done. We'll see if. Um, I mean, first of all, and I'm saying that because of the cultural problems. I'm never going to, and I never have judged my happiness. Or maybe I did when I was a little a kid, like when when I was really hated Clinton and I was 21 or something. But I don't think you should ever judge your happiness on who the president or the administration is. But it's some of the things they're doing that is so divisive to the culture that sucks. And I dislike that. And I dislike that my kids are going to have to inherit the world where we've got all these systems of of uh, grading one's uh, character and morality um, based on their adherence to cultural trends that revolve around race and gender and this and that and this and that. Oh, it's such crap. It's such crap. Seriously, it's what you do when the country's so well off and so um, so protected that you need to create crises in order to find meaning and then politically to to gain power. So so that that stuff is is no good. This is not a good administration. Maybe something will happen. If the Republicans come in, come, come in next year, and I'm not overexcited about them either. Uh, certainly, I'm excited about the idea that there'll be some balance, but maybe that will, uh, the different part of Biden will kick in. Maybe he'll want to do the Clinton thing. And uh, I mean, I just don't see it, though. He guy's so cynical. He's so cynical. Clinton did, Clinton triangulated to get wins. So he worked with the Republicans and it turned his presidency around. But I don't see this guy doing it, man. I just, well. All right. So my highlight for this weekend, for all the shows I watched, I watched 137 weekend shows, and there was almost nothing worth talking about. Nothing. Except for two little things. One is the way Dana Dana um, Bash said goodbye to Biden, I'm sorry, to Beto O'Rourke. Beto O'Rourke, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Happy 15th birthday to your son, Ulysses. <laughs> Really? Because you read a book and suddenly think that you're deep, you have to name your kid. I gotta turn my lights on. Ulysses? Really? Oh my god. I wanna name my kid Galt. Really? It's so damn it. Here we go. It's so sophomoric. God. It's, it's, come on. And I have I have I've used a couple of jerk names for some of my offspring as well, but I mean, they're 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 not tired. It's it's not part of my um, uh, my pretentiousness, you know. The, I have a son named Anson, and he's I've got a great great grandfather named Anson. So there's somebody there, you know. I'll and I've got a uh, what was the other one? Anson Cyril C Y R I L, which Alice and I both separately came up with. I just knew a guy named Cyril who was a guy who worked at the hotels with us, and I always kind of liked the name. And Alice, I think it's a saint named Cyril in the Serbian Orthodox Church or something. And so he came up with that one. That's a little odd, but it's not pretentious, you know? And as a matter of fact, that, that one's a little bit harder, too, because nobody really knows what you're saying when you say Cyril. 
But the other two have very normal names, James and Sally. But Ulysses, God, I don't know what Beto, I don't know why people are still having him on. He's running for governor again. The guy is a loser. He's a loser at elections. You saw the presidential election, an election against Ted Cruz. The dude got washed out. He's uh, He comes off like a total Gen X surfer guy. His head bobs as he thinks and gets into it. I don't, I've, he's an amateur. He is. I don't know what, what the magic thing is about him. They tried to make him into something he want. He wasn't. He still wants to grab guns. The guy's got no shot. He's done. The other thing is fantastic. So my highlight of every bit of sound and everything that happened this weekend was from the lieutenant governor of Virginia, Winsome Sears. And we've played her before, uh, her audio before. She is just fantastic. She is fantastic. She's such a strong-headed person. So uh, we've been talking about critical race theory. Dana Bash asks her about it. Let's talk about education more broadly. You oppose critical race theory being taught in schools, which I should say is not part of Virginia's curriculum. Uh, You did say, though, that the good and the bad of American history should be taught and uh, that we should also tell viewers you're the former vice president of the Virginia Board of Education. So explain how you think race should be taught in Virginia public schools. Well, let me back up. I beg to differ that CRT is not taught. I didn't say that. I just said it's not in the curriculum, just to be clear. No, 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 no. It is part of the curriculum. It's weaved in and out of the curriculum. In fact, in 2015, former governor, uh, who was just defeated, McAuliffe. You know how she gets that in there? Former governor who was just defeated, McAuliffe. His state board of education had information on how to teach it. So it's weaved in. So, you know, it's semantics, but it's weaved in. What we want to say and what Governor-elect Youngkin has said is that all of history must be taught, the good, the bad, and the ugly, because what we learn from history, Dana, is that we don't learn from history and we continue to repeat the same mistakes. But while we're talking about history, how about we talk about how people from the 1890s, uh, black people from the 1890s to about 1950, 1960, according to the U.S. Census, had been marrying in a percentage that had far surpassed anything that whites had ever done. When we talk about the Tulsa race riots, let's ask ourselves, how did the black people amass so much wealth right after the Civil War so that it could even be destroyed? How did they do that? You know, they were coming. Do you hear anybody saying this? Do you hear anybody saying this? Anybody ever talking about this? This is so incredibly refreshing. This woman is so great. I think it's fantastic. I don't. I am. I am ready to follow Winsome Sears into battle anywhere, anywhere. What a great thinker! What great exuberant and positive thoughts. From nothing, from zero. Some of them never even got the forty acres and a mule. Let's try to emulate that. The one thing that the slaves wanted, uh, well, three top things: their freedom, certainly. Then the next thing was they wanted to uh, find their families, and the third thing was they wanted an education. And my God, when did education become a bad word among black people? No, we are going to have a good education system. It's going to it's going to represent all people, and I'm going to help see that through because education lifted my father out of poverty when he came to America with only a dollar 75 education lifted me because i have to find my own way in this world and education will lift all of us how awesome is she that is fantastic what a positive force positive force 
affirming, you know, saying to go move forward, advance, education, greatness, strive. It's wow. Where have these words been in the uh, marketing uh, meeting uh, thrown up on the chalkboard? These are great. This is great. She makes me so excited for our future in our politics. I, I don't know what she can do as lieutenant governor of Virginia. She is absolutely, if she wants to, totally and utterly go in places. Let me tell you, man, you can say that the, the, the Trump voters are, you know, the racist part of the party and have, um, and, uh, you know, don't like that the country's changing and they're no longer, you know, the, the, there's not uh, white people everywhere anymore. And that's on all that BS that the media always says about Trump people, et cetera, in conservatives. 100% of Republicans would vote for that lady. Absolutely. Absolutely. She is just just fantastic. That is, uh, she's head and shoulders above so many people. Too good for our politics. She is too good for our politics. All right. Now uh, it is time to join Alice Shattuck as we go through some of the huge in meaning written house and some other things as well. Um, stories of the weekend, the stuff that uh, stuff that you wouldn't believe would ever be happening in the United States. Yes, it happened, and Alice and I talk about it. All right, well, uh, it's a day later now for us uh, from the Rittenhouse verdict, and I've got to say that uh, Alice was uh, next door to me, just one through that wall right there, when the verdict happened and sent me a text saying she wanted to cry. She was so uh, elated that Rittenhouse was, so happy. was guilty on all counts. I was talking to Jerry Callahan at the time. He he was on with me while the verdict came awesome. through. Yeah, I, I really, by that point, had a, I thought that it was his goose was cooked. I just thought, no, there's too many things. It, I was getting so nervous because it took so long. I really thought that if you couldn't see that it was self-defense the second you walked into the stupid room to be sequestered, that, or not they weren't sequestered, but when they were deliberating, that like I didn't see how you could, like how anything good could be happening in there at that same point. Same here. Same here. I, f- I figured at, at, that, at that point that there had been so much said and done and there's so much i mean the the false narratives that they had been pushing were were just i mean certainly beyond beyond absurd everybody got the same list of grievances with the trial to have and it all all based on false bullet points mm-hmm. you know and and also the the idea of this weird emphasis on crossing state lines and, you know, and he took a gun with him across state lines. The gun was illegal for him to have. He had no reason to be there. He had nobody, like, why? He wasn't even doing Yeah, first of all, most of those things weren't even true. No. I mean, he did cross state lines, but it was irrelevant because he just happened to live a few minutes away across a state line. Yes, so. exactly. And he worked in there in Kenosha. His dad lived there, his grandparents, Yes, everybody, everybody else yeah. lived there as well. But it was just on its way. There was just such noise. Like that, I, I that I was afraid. I thought this is this has gotten so stupid that this might actually sink in, permeate into the jury room, and this kind of me, it, I can't even explain. Really, it's like I understand that the people's minds broke when Trump won, but really they have to now invest all of that anxiety into Rittenhouse. But they did Rittenhouse cross state lines into a community that was not his. You know, you've got this young white kid defending the community um, that he's not even from. Good evening from New York, I'm Chris Hayes. Kyle Rittenhouse was just 17 years old 
when he drove across state lines to Kenosha, Wisconsin. The teenager drove from his home in Illinois across state lines, driving across state borders. He's driving across state lines. Across the state lines, across state lines, across state lines, across state lines. If you look at the Rittenhouse case, he crossed state lines. Drives up to, to, to events. Across state lines. Came across state lines. Kyle Rittenhouse, who traveled across state lines. From out of state, out of his own state. Came across state borders. Whenever you have a situation where a 17-year-old is crossing state lines. Uh, it, it, White teenager. He crosses a state line, drives 30 minutes into Kenosha. Remember, he came across the line. He crossed state lines. Cross state lines. Across state lines. He crossed state lines. Kyle Rittenhouse. The, the funny thing is, and this is all put together by some website called TK. I don't know what it stands Mm-mm. for. The, <clears throat> the funny thing is, it's like he crossed state lines. He crossed state lines. He crossed state lines. You know, like, you and I cross state lines a few times per week, generally. <laughs> we're we're we near do. New Hampshire and on Massachusetts border. But the, the funny thing is, is, like, that's emphasized. He crossed state lines. Like, you know, he shot three people. <laughs> that could be your emphasis if you wanted it to be. You know, that is the point, really, right? It's not that... It's not that if he crosses state lines, you know, we don't have border checks here. <laughs> yeah, there's it's not, not that there's security. There's a metamorphosis when he cross state lines. But, uh, you know, they all grab, it's, it's, you know, it's all just branding. Mm-hmm. It's these things of branding. And so if somebody says, Well, it makes somebody it sound hears, serious. Well, right. And then the people watch it and they hear it and they say, oh, wow, he must have emphasized that because he, yeah, he crossed state lines. The same way it's like everybody in the world knew about bump stocks after the Vegas shoot bump mm-hmm. stocks. Yeah, it's bump stocks. Long guns, yeah, different. AR-15 means assault rifle. They all knew incorrectly, mm-hmm. of course. I grab onto these things and just go with them. And they, they still go with them, actually. Some stuff that's still, that's still... And they still are confusing, like, AR-15s and AK-47s. I've heard, like, mm-hmm. five different people say that he had an AK-47. He didn't have an AK-47. He had an AR-15, which is, like, the most popular rifle in America that millions of people have. It's absurd. Like, there's nothing sinister about it. But it's just, I mean, they ha- like you said, it's branding. They have to brand everything. Just like they've branded guns that you buy not fully made as ghost guns. Mm-hmm. Even though, like, your grandparents could have ordered a partially made gun from a Sears catalog any time. That's, like, been a totally normal part of American history right. our whole lives. But they have to call it ghost guns to make it sound scary. He is- crossed state lines with uh, an well, AR-15. And it's also a problem of you've got the, these coastal elites talking about it. So these mm-hmm. are people who, you know, you know, grew up in Greenwich, Connecticut, and then went to school at Columbia, and now work in New York City, and they're looking, and they're seeing the pictures of him, and they're saying, oh my goodness, 17, you're walking down the street. And they're acting as if it's in the middle of the day in their Brooklyn coffee shop where this is happening. <laughs> but it's not. It's in Wisconsin, where life is a lot different than yeah. it is in New York. And it's also during mayhem. There's chaos right. everywhere. That is they normalize as to, 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 mm-hmm. they're just protests or just protests. No, there was mayhem. That's why the dudes were there because his buddy's place kept getting they trashed. They were fiery, but mostly peaceful. Right. Across state lines. Came across. Across state lines. Across state lines. He went across state lines. Across state lines. Across state lines. And across state lines. A 17-year-old kid 
from out of state. He from makes out of state. all cross state lines. Cross state lines. Cross state lines. Across state lines. Cross state lines. Went over state lines. Drove across state lines. He drove across state. Had his mother drive him across state lines <laughs> from out of state. The teenager traveled across state lines. Carl Rittenhouse traveled from Carl. his home in Illinois <laughs> Williams, across perfect. the state line to Wisconsin. Drove to a different state. Drives up to the state again. Drove across state lines. The state that he does not live in. He traveled there from out of state. He crossed state lines, meaning he traveled across state lines. The 17 year old who crossed state lines. Now, again, he drove from Illinois to Wisconsin. The 17 year old from out of state. And that's from a this website called TK, and they did have a little part in there which featured Rittenhouse. My grandmother, my aunt, my uncle and cousins all live in the city of Kenosha. <clears throat> and including his uh, father. So when the verdict came in, needless to say, talking with Jerry, all of us were hearing, the moment you know, you, the moment you heard the first not guilty, you're like, okay, Kyle maybe. Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the second count of the information, Richard McGinnis, we the jury find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the third count of the information, unknown male, we the jury find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, known not male, guilty. Really. As to one? the fourth count of the information, Anthony Huber, we the jury find the defendant, Kyle H. It's Rittenhouse, where he starts not guilty. It. As to the fifth count of the information, Gage Grosskreutz, we the jury find the defendant, Kyle H. Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. Members and then he the jury, goes down. Are these your unanimous verdicts? Is there anyone who does not agree with the verdicts as read? So you know what? I, the only thing I really love about that shooting—I'm not going to celebrate the shootings of people—but I'm—I was freaking thrilled with Grosskreutz getting his arm shot. He was first of all—I love that how nobody, even that woman, while she's like just really disrespecting him by not convicting Rittenhouse of blowing his arm off. Mm-hmm. She says it, like, terribly. Gross Kreutz. She can't say it. It's a terrible <laughs> name anyway. She has a very heavy Midwestern accent. but That dude was a POS. He in, was. In he was Tifa terrible. Thug Punk. And I'm sorry, but there are parts of me. I'm sorry. It sparked joy, Alice. I'm He's sorry. a really awful person. You know what else should spark joy for you about it? That he really needed this verdict. This is part of why he went on TV and tried to, like, correct his testimony in the court of public opinion afterwards on a bunch of cable news channels after he completely screwed up the prosecution by saying that he pointed his gun at Kyle's head. Um is because he's suing the city of Kenosha for $10 million, along with the families of Anthony Huber and um, whatever, Rosenbaum, the, yeah. the child molester guy. So he really needed this conviction to, you know, get his wrongful whatever suit against Kenosha that they, like, allowed this to happen and collaborated with Kyle Rittenhouse. They Basically, the suit is that Kenosha, like, deputized this, illegal militia to shoot him right so like he's trying to get money out of kenosha and like i've never seen a person who deserves 10 million dollars less in my life so i'm so happy that he got this it's gonna make it very 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 much harder for him to win his lawsuit against kenosha and uh yeah it's a very happy day i was so happy i was so happy and i texted all my friends that i have been talking to about the trial including my friend at work my St. Pauli girl work that I oh, love. Oh, nice. Your St. Pauli girl work. Oh, yeah. We were texting oh, speaking during of that, the guys, day. Speaking of uh, heaving bosom, I have um, taken heaving it upon bosom. myself. <laughs> what is it called? Those little things that you sell there or that there are one of on the internet? It's like black black 
crypto coin. If I have a one, if I have a one-off image, NFT, NFT, I'm selling Alice Shattuck NFTs. Now. <laughs> I'm sorry, Alice. It's come to this. This okay. is what we're doing. Okay. In her um, younger days, she was carefree, uh, <laughs> and uh, she's Stop. paying for it now. <laughs> so go ahead and check out some of those uh, pictures. That the, the more racy photos are coming out. I promise you, those are all, all for sale They're as NFTs. Not- <laughs> Not, there's not, well. they're not that racy. And oh, yeah? Not really. <laughs> so, so, so you're okay with me uploading all the ones I showed you today? No. <laughs> no. But we're married, so that's different. It doesn't count Alice, as racy if you're married. We're all married to the audience as well. That's not true. Yes. I'm not yes. married to the audience. You guys no. let me know. I love you guys in the audience, but guys. just not like that. No. Gentlemen. I'm not married to you, no. I'm taking a vote, Alice, amongst only There's men. There's no Amongst vote. only men. Women don't have the right to vote in this. <laughs> in the Murderville podcast? That's right. There's no 19th Amendment? No 19th Amendment. No. <laughs> Fellas, you tell me if you think it's a good idea to show to send these NFTs out. No. No. But anyway, those are at burnbarrel.locals.com. The... They're not that racy, but they're a little bit. A tiny, they're a tiny bit racy have, at well, locals.com. The, so, the next one I'm going to throw up there is the one of me holding you, carrying you in the apartment. And that one, I believe. That's a weird picture. I know, because it shows buttock, I think. But we'll no, see. No, not really. But you're not uploading that because that's it's a weird a, picture. It's a great picture. It's a weird picture. <laughs> it was like we set. It was like back when you had to like set a camera timer. Yeah, and it, was it was bad like, camera too. That's what I mean. It's like not a good. Well, picture. I'll go through my catalog and see what's next. <laughs> oh, oh, I've got the Washington D.C. ones too. Where are those? Where's the Chris Dodd one? I like that the Chris one. I don't Dodd have. Picture. But I. But the fact that I have this one of a very a, an excellent picture, I must say. <laughs> fact that I have this one tells me that we have the other ones online somewhere. They're not online. No, uh, no, I, I know they're somewhere. Them. You had them. I well, I had them. I think that we must have. I must have downloaded them. Did you too. look through this box that's on your desk here? Yeah, there's, I did. Oh, okay. I, I, it could be. There's another box behind me. But but um. Anyway, we'll try. We'll try to. I think they're on. I think they were on one. The first. Nobody cares. Those okay. were taken with a literal digital camera. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, most of mine must be cell phone cameras. Maybe. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> the DC ones, I was carting around my digital camera that I had back then. Right. Okay. Um, so the so another thing that this has done, this, this I really, really think that this, since the, since the race baiting, uh, you know, race industry, true believers, um, woke 1619 people, They've decided to, they've taken one step too far in making something that was not in their universe about their universe. And I really think that the, at this point, it's just kind of a, a joke. It's like, I don't even know. It, it's like d- just dealing with a bunch of insane people at this point. I mean, well, yeah, that's the thing <clears throat> is that they've all like... So they're, they're trying a few different things. One is, obviously, before the trial was even over, they were going all in on the conspiracy theory that the judge is actually, like, a secret member of the Klan because well, he I mean, had, yeah. like, because he made an Asian, quote, Asian right. joke, supposedly, right. or whatever. But they, and because he made somebody right. clap all for a veteran. All you have to know like, is, that, is that, okay, is that, I mean, there is a definition out there of of white supremacy and it's the belief that white people constitute a superior race and should therefore dominate society typically to the exclusion and detriment of other racial and ethnic groups so there's the definition now uh, 
now it is just something that is means anything at all involving any human being. I'm disgusted at what I'm seeing. It's not just this trial, it's other trials, but this in particular, the fact that white supremacists roam the halls of Congress freely and celebrate this little murderous white supremacist and the fact that he gets to walk the streets freely, it lets you know these people have access to instituting uh, laws. They represent the legislative branch of this country. What are we to make of that? Uh, I hope that he's uh, legitimately or not um, is distracting us from the kind of terror that we're experiencing all across this country. I do believe that the act of picking up an AR-15, getting a ride uh, to Kenosha and standing out there to supposedly defend property is all about terrorizing people into operating in a certain social order. And the conclusions that we got from this particular verdict, the actions of this judge, the actions of Kyle Rittenhouse, and to be clear, the aggregate uh, uh, kind of understanding that we get from these Zimmerman-style verdicts, that aggregate message is twofold. One, it is to tell the current and future Kyle Rittenhouses of the world that they can engage in white vigilantism and be let off for it, be defended and protected for uh, perpetuating white supremacy. And two, that the rest of us, of any background, of any color... Whatever, here's another one. H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, hold on. Well, this is what Colin Kaepernick tweeted. He said, We just witnessed a system built on white supremacy validate the terroristic acts of a white supremacist. This only further validates the need to abolish our current system. White supremacy cannot be reformed. So so the, the, the inability of any of these people to make an argument, to cogently make an argument, well, I hope he's hearing cash registers in his head right now, Kyle Rittenhouse, and oh. he has lawyers that are going to go after all I, these people. I, go and today sue. we are being asked to say that it is legal and to respect the rule of law because a white boy deputized himself and went out and terrorized people who were actually, rec- you know, using their constitutional right to protest. But there's another thing to say about this. This is also white America's reckoning with which version of whiteness is it going to choose? Is it going to choose to be in the legacy of the Confederacy? Oh, I'm so God. Well, I'm also interested in what exactly Colin Kaepernick wants to abolish. The presumption of innocence? The the trial by jury? No. It's going to be another couple weeks. But trial by jury? Like, what? which part... Of Kyle Rittenhouse being freed, is he trying to abolish? Because as far as I can tell, a lot of those same things benefit uh, black, white, Asian, Hispanic, Latinx. Like, all peoples are benefited by these same rights that Kyle Rittenhouse had. That's that's why he got off, right? What? Like, what? Yes, yes, yes. What's wrong, my darling? Maximum chains are being removed. The roof is going to Take my phone. It's right there. Go take my phone. Hold on one second. And then, you might have to clean that up. By the way, my expletive in yours. I do. Do you know how to do that? I mean, in in uh, whatever it's called, I can. It's annoying in the video versions, but are you sure? Well, There's not a waveform that you can use? Well, yeah, you can edit a waveform, but only if you're editing the video. And then once you edit the video, then you have to, like, reprocess the video and everything. That's what I'm saying. But that's okay. But I guess that this one I'm going to be editing anyway because I'm going to do a thing. You know, who cares? Do a just, thing, but it's it, fine. It's just a job. Who cares? Screw it. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a captain man now anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So uh, that is, <clears throat> like, this, this, this 
like the reason I I had my outburst was because stop telling me the rules, white man. You can do this, white man. You need to know. Like f off, f off, you vile freaking people. God, all of them, all of them, all of them. We were ever saying it. White, black, brown. I'm not taking that crap from people. Just shut up. And it's like, oh my God, he's, he's not. He's not comfortable with having to take. Um, take uh you know ownership of the, the i didn't do anything okay mm-hmm. jesus Christ. we come from one of all the countries that had slavery okay i'm sorry about that i didn't do anything all right <laughs> i don't own what happened in 1850 or 1840 and 1830 and if i did then i want some um compensation for a certain dead person uh back in my past okay it's such big bullshit and uh, you know what the thing is that sucks about this Mm-hmm. With all, the white supremacists have to know the white man's tears through this, and then when a white woman cries and she's got pre- uh, privilege, and that means the cops can come and kill all of us. And then, shut the! I'm so sick of you guys. Shut up. The problem is this: it's not at all entertaining. I'm never learning something. You know, I'm. I'm there's nothing like, uh, like uh, you know. Jonah Goldberg had uh, Salatin on, a guy named uh, Liberal on mm-hmm. yesterday. Good, pr- big progressive, an intellectual. When he talked, he actually made some points, some intellectual points. His, to, to watch his logic work was interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, These people are not saying anything. There's nothing to say. The white systems, white supremacy, white supremacy. It's like you're playing make-believe, and I'm sick of it. It's stupid stuff. And if yeah. you do adopt it, then you become stupider by by fault. And it's dumb, and it's not true, mm-hmm. and it's not the the lived scenario of the uh, of of black people is not something that came to a crush crushing realization of its horror two years ago. This is BS. You know, no, right? We've already been doing the work for years. If you're up there in MSNBC complaining about Kyle Rittenhouse's AK-47 and the fact that he came into town, whatever, you're a spoiled goddamn brat and shut up. I don't care. I don't care who says it. Things are pretty good for people of any color in America. I'm just going to say, like, if you live in America in 2021, things might not be quite as good for you as they were in America of 2019. But, you know, they're pretty darn good. And, of course, like, we all know that, you know, like many things that can affect you in life, that, you know, that race sometimes affords advantages or disadvantages in certain situations, right? Like, of course it does. Of course it does. Like, we can all see that, like, black people, fewer black people get approved for mortgages, right? And that's, like, due to a variety of, like, Mm -hmm. structural factors. But, of course, like... None of the white people who claim to be so concerned about black people not getting approved for as many mortgages because of the big structural racism, like, they're not concerned with addressing any of the structural problems. They're not concerned with lowering the property taxes and the cost of living in their own communities. They're concerned with raising the property taxes and making sure that nobody who's at any kind of disadvantage, whether it's because of, like, race, religion, immigration status, or just general socioeconomic status, could possibly move into their community and fraternize with their darling children right like that's 
they're not going to do anything to address structural factors, but they'll go to a dinner with each other and talk about how privileged they are and address their privilege while, you know, work on it in personal therapy sessions. That they'll do. But then they turn around and tell us stuff structural. But then if you're somebody like Rand Paul who wants to address structural things and say things like, well, let's do a law to prevent what happened to Breonna Taylor from happening to other people. No, 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 no. That doesn't, they don't care about Rand Paul's Breonna Taylor law. That doesn't to prevent no-knock raids. No, because that's an actual solution to an actual problem. They don't care about that. You know, they don't... And, like, with the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, Colin Kaepernick now wants to, like, burn down the judicial system that benefits everybody. Does he think somehow black people would be better off if we didn't have jury trials and a presumption of innocence and a whole, like... you know, a, a Fifth Amendment, all that stuff? Like, does he not think that that benefits black people as much as white people? It's... For people who claim it's all about structures and systems, they're not interested in doing anything about any of the things that would actually make a difference. Are they interested in doing something about teachers' unions that impact children? Like, sorry, I'm just like going on a rant now because it annoys me. No, Kaepernick just got done telling us that uh, people who get (laughs) paid to play games, you know, for a living are slaves, even though they make multi millions of dollars a year and are treated like royalty. He's that's what he's telling us. Mm-hmm. He's also yeah. a spoiled brat and dummy. Um, you know who I do like, and this is this might as well be Black Lives Matter. There was a protest in Chicago tonight mm-hmm. for because of the Rittenhouse verdict uh-huh. because yeah. it's very key. So listen to the chants in Chicago. That's what we need. You know what? It so just, congrats it, all the white suburban parents who went out and did the Black Panther fist. Mm-hmm. Like, great job. Got, that's, yeah. You you want the communist revolution? Good luck. They're going to send you to the camps too, idiots. Like, I'm just... Are you salty tonight? <sighs> anyway. Um, more a lot of hogs have the fever, but we're winding down. We are going to hand over to Patreon and do a Patreon show as well. Um, so that's patreon.com slash burn barrel. If you're looking for that, um, we'll be over there for an extra little segment there. And uh, other than that, you can find us always for free on Twitter where we are burn barrel pod. We're at facebook.com slash burn barrel podcast. Still not on YouTube. We're banned, but we're on rumble, which has free speech. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.